We asked you all what you wanted to hear on the podcast, and today's topic came in a few times. How in the world should we be dealing with advice from in-laws and literally everyone else? And hey, maybe even your own parents are the overbearing ones. So in today's episode, I'm going to share a few thoughts when it comes to dealing with unsolicited opinions, especially when they feel more like demands. If that's what you need right now, or even if you don't need this yet, you don't want to miss today's episode. Ready to dive in? Let's do this. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verb Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Today's episode is brought to you by our Ask the Planner wedding planning template shop. Regardless of where you are in the wedding planning journey, our template shop has wedding planning shortcuts created just for you. Our most popular item is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for couples, no surprise there, and the wedding mood board template. The checklist is a game changer that tells you what to do when as you plan your wedding. And for all my decor-obsessed couples and fellow wedding pros, the wedding mood board template organizes that messy Pinterest board into a cohesive decor plan. For my wedding pros out there, my styled shoot, photo, shot list, and timeline is also just for you. Get access to all wedding planning shortcuts and more in the wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. Make sure you use the code PODCAST10 for 10% off your entire purchase. Again, use the code PODCAST10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Ask the Planner podcast. We are jumping right into today's topic because I have a lot to say when you're dealing with advice from in-laws and let's be honest, everybody else. When you are wedding planning or having a baby or starting a family or having a career change or anything else, you've probably noticed people will come out of the woodwork to give you advice and tips and suggestions on what they think you should do. And it can be really overwhelming at best and frustrating at worst, especially when people think that their opinions are the right ones or the only one, and you are trying to break some traditions on your wedding day. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about your in-laws first, and hey, potentially maybe even your parents. Then later on in the episode, I'm going to talk about how to deal with advice from everyone else, from your friends to your wedding party to your wedding vendors and everyone in between. So if you are new to today's show, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here for season three of the podcast. Are you newly engaged? Are you a wedding vendor? I would just love to know. Leave me a message when you drop your review in Apple Podcasts. I always check Apple Podcasts like daily. I always think about when I'm driving in the car and I always love seeing if there are any new reviews and I always am excited to hear you guys' feedback, what you're loving. So leaving a review is so helpful to us little up and coming shows get found by other people and also get amazing guests. And we're having some awesome guests this season. And I think it's really because of you guys and your reviews. So keep them coming. Also, please let me know if today's episode was helpful for you. I just love to know what you all think, the direction that we're taking things, all that stuff. 
Okay, I'm going to dive into all of the juicy details for today's episode, but in case you are driving or you want some notes for your fiance for later, you can always find our episode show notes online at verveventco.com. And today's episode is episode 90. So it's verveventco.com forward slash 90, verveventco.com forward slash nine zero. Okay, first let's talk about the in-laws. Not to make them bad, but when it comes to your in-laws, it might be helpful to have a conversation with them from the beginning, especially if they're helping pay for the wedding. You can always count on me to be honest with you all, even if you might not like it. So while this might be an unpopular opinion because it's kind of the crappy one and no one wants to do it, while it's always nice when money comes in with no strings attached, we actually don't think it's unreasonable for them to want a say in things if they are paying for the wedding, despite what all the brides in Facebook groups might say. As wedding planners, we tend to stay out of Facebook groups because they can get so out of control with misinformation and noisy opinions, and it's just an uphill battle, and maybe that's why you've chosen to tune in to today's episode. So here is something that we see a lot. A bride will ask a question with not as much context as someone would reasonably need to provide an opinion, like, hey, my in-laws are trying to invite eight of our family friends, but my venue is at capacity, am I being unreasonable? And then there are like 84 comments telling them that, quote unquote, it's their day, and tell your in-laws no, and you can do whatever you want, but they probably left out that their in-laws are actually paying for the whole wedding. Now, that might not be your case, but... Like I said, while no strings attached money is super nice, in theory, it's not always realistic. Typically, if someone is making quite a substantial investment in the day, they do deserve to have some say. Now, this also might be coming at it from a luxury wedding planner based in New York and what I see because typically, you know, the parents that are paying for weddings are investing six figures into the event. I'm not talking about a dad who's like, I want an opinion on the dress or can I get a say in the band? I'm talking about like lots, like a a big investment. So keep that in mind. But I do think it is a good idea to have a conversation before you accept any money about what they have in mind for the day, because it might be something simple, but yet they feel it's obvious and you might not be considering it because, hey, they got married like 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? So remember that this is a very special occasion for them too. So it's easy to think that they're being controlling, but the truth is they probably just want to celebrate the way they know how which may be different from yours, but that's not their fault. Which brings me to my next point. If they are not paying for it and still want a say or are very opinionated, I have six pieces of advice for you. Okay, advice number one, take a step back and realize it is almost always coming from a place of love. I feel like sometimes in the wedding industry, it is easy to villainize everyone and think everyone is just fighting over control and trying to live vicariously through you or that kind of thing. But ultimately, the people closest to you likely just want you to have the best wedding day ever, and that is where their sometimes unwanted opinions are coming from. When wedding planning is stressful and emotions are running high, Try to avoid knee-jerk reactions, and remember, regardless of what you think of your in-laws, 
They are going to be in your life a long time and you need to accept the way they show love won't always be the same way as you do. I know a lot of times when I get upset with either my husband, maybe my in-laws, I just take a deep breath. I don't say anything. If I do want to say something, I wait like a couple days, get some sleep, don't say it in the heat of the moment, and then I come back to it and it's usually a lot better and much more civilized and then nobody gets angry and mad and has hurt feelings. Okay, advice number two, pick your battles. When you're planning a wedding, it can often feel like every single decision is the biggest decision in the world, and the reality is that it's usually not the case. So if they want to add a few extra guests and there's space in your venue, that might not be something to fight over. If they want a certain reception tradition or ceremony reading, that might be something you want to consider if it's very important to them. Now, on the other hand, if you've always dreamed of a wedding, say on the water, and they insist on a church wedding ceremony, that might be a battle worth fighting over. But for the most part, it may be worth trying to meet them in the middle whenever you can. I've also seen couples when they grew up Catholic, but they want a wedding ceremony on the water. They still have a Catholic ceremony the day before, and then they have another ceremony the day after, on like right before the reception. So there are ways to compromise things. That doesn't mean you need to be a pushover or that you can't have boundaries, but when you're setting your boundaries, like I want to get married on the lake outdoors, for example, you could add, but if there are certain traditions that you want to be included, we're happy to consider those. You're not saying yes, but you're saying, tell me what you want and we can see if it works. Trust me, when you approach it this way, you're going to get a lot further with controlling in-laws. As a wedding planner, I like to think I am an expert mediator, so if you are feeling right now that your in-laws are crazy and there's no way that they're going to be happy, just know that in my experience, there's almost always a way for both of you to get what you want. You are not also marrying your spouse, but you're marrying into the family too, and they're going to be around for a while. So have firm boundaries, but also try to give them the most generous interpretation of the situation. Point number three is try to find other ways to include them. While they may have strong opinions about some aspects of the wedding planning process, chances are they don't feel as passionate about everything on your wedding day. So you making an effort to include them, even when you don't agree with them about everything, is a great way to encourage them to be a part of the wedding planning process and show them that just because you do not want X, Y, or Z that they suggested, that doesn't mean you don't value their opinion or want them included. Oftentimes we see marketing in the wedding industry geared towards the wedding being truly just about the couple. And while that is kind of true, keep in mind a wedding is truly joining two families and it can be a beautiful thing if they want to get involved. It doesn't need to be negative. Just remember that after the wedding, you're definitely going to be seeing them again. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but you don't let your vision of the perfect wedding destroy relationships that you're going to also have for the rest of your life, hopefully. Okay, advice number four on this section of them wanting an opinion but not paying for it. Keep a united front with your partner. This one probably goes without saying, but remember, your partner might not realize how important something is to you, and they might just follow their instincts to smooth things over It's really important to be on the same page as your partner and listen to them too. If they feel like you should compromise or they feel like they don't want their family involved, 
talk to them and work on something that you can both agree on so you can remain a united front no matter what. And really guys, this is going to help you so much further down the line when you're making moves in your career, buying a house, having children, like so many things. There's nothing worse when you're wedding planning than when you look like a bridezilla because your partner agrees with you behind closed doors but won't stand up to their mom or dad. So try to have a united front if possible. Okay, advice number five, don't just ignore the problem. It is okay for sure to set boundaries and tell them, I'm willing to compromise on this, but this other thing is a non-negotiable for me. Just make sure that if you set a boundary, you do enforce it. I would also caution you against setting up too many boundaries where all of a sudden they feel like they're walking on eggshells around you. Maybe that is how you feel right now, that you would like them to reserve their opinions and keep it to themselves. But remember, this is all temporary. And last but not least, advice number five, this is temporary. Like I just said, I find that when dealing with overbearing in-laws, taking a step back to remember that this, this is truly only temporary helps put things in perspective, regardless of if you get every single thing on your wish list, which obviously I hope that you do, or you have to make little compromises along the way for the sake of your future family, the wedding planning process can be and should be enjoyable. Wedding planning can be stressful for sure, but it doesn't have to be constant fighting and bickering like the internet might have you believe. Not everything needs to be so serious. Okay, I know that was a lot, but we're going to move on to our next section. Beyond just in-laws, we're now going to talk about getting lots of advice from so many other different people too. From your friends, to your wedding party, even to your wedding vendors, here is our advice for you. My best advice is to keep the wedding planning talk to a minimum and never feel like you need to commit to anything in a single conversation. Oftentimes, as millennials especially, we feel like we need to run every single decision by everyone. That will easily lead to frustration and overwhelm. Instead, work on creating clarity around your wedding day vision. That way, if somebody suggests a certain type of flower arrangement or a certain wedding reception tradition or truly anything of the sort, it's okay to simply say that it won't fit in with what you have planned. Or if you want even less conversation, you can just say, I haven't decided that yet. Or we're still working on finalizing our plans for the reception or whatever you're talking about. You do not have to feel pressure to commit to every conversation. Sometimes they might have good suggestions you want to consider, So avoiding feeling the pressure to say an automatic yes or no can be good for that too. Now, if you are a type A bride or groom like us, I highly suggest if you want to avoid getting overwhelmed with your wedding planning by approaching your wedding planning from a place of data and experience and spreadsheets that are super, super organized. So if you haven't checked out our wedding planning template shop, you can do so at shop.verveventcode.com and we have all of the wedding planning resources you could possibly ever need. And honestly, if there's something else that you want to see, please send me a DM or an email so that we can create that for you and add it to our shop. So we obviously have our wedding budget bundle, our wedding mood board template, or our ultimate wedding planning checklist that is amazing for type A couples that are planning their wedding. They really help you know every single thing that you need to put in your budget, organize your Pinterest board in a much more cohesive way, and then also know exactly what you need to be doing every single month. 
These templates are what I use and that I developed in my own luxury wedding planning business here in upstate New York. And trust me, when you know exactly what to do to keep everything on budget or within your cohesive plan, you are much easier and much more able to say yes or no to unsolicited opinions because you know exactly what you're doing, when you need to do it, if you've already done it, and all that stuff. So definitely check out our wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com, and I'll also link to it in the show notes. Okay, that was a lot. That wraps up today's episode on dealing with in-laws and other unsolicited opinions. The final thought I just want to leave you with is to remember to have fun and not take things so seriously. Also, lean on your wedding planner if you have one. They can be great for mediating discussions like this, and hey, they're also usually okay with taking the blame for something too. I'm always willing to tell someone's parents that their idea doesn't quite match the vision, or we already have a really full schedule and we don't really know when we can include that part, but maybe we can do that on Friday or something else to try to keep everybody happy. I hope that this episode was helpful in navigating truly was often one of the most stressful parts of wedding planning. And while I can help, I can't do everything. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you from a wedding planner's perspective. If you have follow-up questions or want me to talk more in depth about something you heard today, join me Wednesday night for a quick Instagram live to talk about your questions from today or anything else. You can always leave an anonymous voicemail on our wedding planning hotline at 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585-210-3467. Now for the episode show notes and links, head to verveventco.com forward slash nine zero. That's forward slash 90. And can I just say, I can't believe we are 10 episodes away from our 100th episode. I feel like we need to do something really special for that. I know we just had a naming contest for you all, but if you have a special request for a topic or a guest for our 100th episode, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your ideas and suggestions, and we will do our best to make it happen. Speaking of reviews, let's get to today's review of the week. Today's review is from Atrovats, interesting name, who writes five stars, love this podcast. I rarely, if ever, leave reviews for things, but I had to do for this. As someone who's planning a wedding with expensive tastes, but a very tight budget, unfiltered advice from a luxury wedding planner is really invaluable. Yay! I love the diversity of topics that Desiree covers and the different types of guests she brings on. The expert advice and insider tips from wedding professionals is something you can't find anywhere else. Yay, that is exactly what I aim to do with our podcast. So I'm so excited that you feel that way. She continues and says, I've binged almost all of the episodes already and have so many ideas on how to create our perfect day while staying on budget. Definitely recommend to anyone planning their flawless heirloom occasion. Also, I think someone may have suggested this already, but I like the name Love Verbs, like Love Verve for your name. She also ends with several emojis, which is a winky face, 10 out of 10, and an exclamation point, champagne glasses clinking, an engagement ring, a white dove or a white piece of, and a white heart. And she signs it Atrovats4 for Instagram. 
Thank you so much, Allison, for that super sweet and thoughtful review. I did look up your IG handle, so now I know that your name is Allison, and I followed you back right away, but I can definitely tell that you have been an avid listener because you quoted our intro and outro, and you also left us emojis, so if you can't think of anything, leave five stars like Allison did and send us some of your favorite emojis, and we will be so happy with just that. Guys, I would love to reach 100 reviews by the end of season three, which is coming upon us. March is also my birthday month. So if you want to do anything for me, just to say thank you, wish me happy birthday, please leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you want to hear, if you like the guests, if you like our new segment called This or That, which I think is super fun. If you want me to add certain questions to This or That, we could also do that. If you are liking the length of the episodes, I'm trying to keep them closer to around 30 minutes, but sometimes our guests take a little bit longer which I think is great because I think they have awesome information. What you think of our new name for our podcast listeners. If you want to know what it is, head over to the pin post on my Instagram page. If you're listening to this when this originally aired, which is March of 2023. Thank you so much for joining me today. Being with you is really one of my most favorite times of the week. I can tell that I'm kind of excited right now. Just wrapping up today's episode. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Coming up on the podcast, we're talking about luxury destination weddings, exotic honeymoon locations, and so much more. Until next time, I will see you all over on Instagram and TikTok at Ask the Planner Podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 